Hello, and welcome to GLOW, Gina's Lifestyle of Wellness. I'm Gina Santangelo, and as always, I promise to keep it short and sweet so we can connect, learn, and reach higher together. I hope you had a wonderful week and you are ready for the information I have for you today. Let's begin with a short meditation to set our intentions, become completely present, and receive this information I am bringing to you. Take a deep cleansing breath. Fill your lungs and know the air is traveling to all points in your body. Hold briefly. Exhale. Let today's worries, to-dos, annoyances, and even triumphs drift away. Give yourself this moment. Envision a single light that shines warmly from your head to toes. Feel its safety, its guidance, its love. This time is yours for growth, new perspectives, for new possibilities. Be open, be love. In my last podcast, I talked about hormones and menopause, a loaded topic. And I just touched upon bone health. Today we are diving much deeper into the topic of bones because it is much too critical a topic to skim over. Here's a solemn fact conveyed by the National Osteoporosis Foundation. Approximately one in two women over the age of 50 will break a bone because of osteoporosis. Yikes. So what exactly is osteoporosis? Well, I'm going to tell you. Osteoporosis translates to porous bone, and it occurs when bone strength and bone health weaken. One has either lost too much bone, isn't making enough bone, or both. A stumble or a sneeze can result in a broken bone. It's pretty scary. Osteopenia is a condition of lower than normal bone mineral density, but not low enough to be classified osteoporosis. Those with osteopenia are at greater risk of developing osteoporosis. Bone isn't something that just withers away with years. We lose old bone and make new bone throughout our lives. 30 years old, however, seems to be the age when we achieve our maximum bone density and strength. But whether you are 18 or 80, you can make your bones healthier. How, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Number one, you should work out. You knew I was going to go there. But really, resistance training, weight-bearing, balance, focus, and impact regimes create stronger, healthier bones. So, If you were diagnosed with a little osteopenia in your hips, say, then you want to be doing movement that's going to kind of create the bone strength again. So walking, treadmill, light running, leg presses, Pilates on the machine, things like that. Number two, you should stand straight. Good posture and alignment means better muscle function, balance, and bones. So you get it, right? 
You need to, number three, eat smart. Your bones require vitamins and minerals to stay and grow healthy. So you must feed them properly. Number four, don't smoke because smoking causes all sorts of damage, including depleted bone mass. Number five, relax. Stress produces a hormone cortisol, which when elevated is linked to bone weakness. Hmm. Okay, so I want to play a true or false. You want to do it? I'm sure you do. (laughs) So number one, elderly Caucasian women are the ones affected by osteoporosis. And that is false. It is more common among this group, but men and women of all races and ages are affected. Number two, bone density tests expose you to high radiation and pain. Okay, so that's a false. They are painless and have less radiation than an x-ray. Number three, if you have osteoporosis, you will feel a weakening in your bones. That's a false. You won't feel a thing unless you break a bone, of course. Four, osteoporosis is all about heredity. If mom has it, you will too. So that's a false also. Family history of osteoporosis is not a sentence for you. Number five, if you drink an abundance of milk, you will not get osteoporosis. Hmm. False again. Healthy bones are the result of balanced nutrition, exercise, and not smoking. Number six. It's obviously too late to worry about osteoporosis. The damage is done. That's another false. You are never too old to improve your bone health. Even if you have osteoporosis, There are lifestyle changes and, in some cases, medication that will help strengthen your bones. We can embrace a healthy lifestyle and stop this illness. True. How amazing is that? We are not destined for broken bones and hunchbacks. We control our destinies. And with that in mind, let's talk about workouts. The right workout not only contributes to healthy bones, It conserves existing bone tissue. I talked a little bit about that before. And in case you are not aware, belly fat is linked to osteoporosis. Yet another huge reason to work on health and fitness. So here is your formula. Workouts that concentrate on weight bearing, flexibility, and resistance training are your green light for improved bone health and better balanced posture and muscles. Consider like a ballet bar workout, like calinetics, or maybe extend bar, body sculpting and light weights, uh, Pilates mat and equipment like the reformer, chair, and Cadillac. These are things that are going to create a little resistance and help strengthen. Rebounder or a mini trampoline, one of my favorites. I love TRX. I love it because it really gives you the support you need to go into deep lunging without damaging the knees. I'm a big fan of Yamana body rolling. I think it's phenomenal because what it does is it pulls muscle away from the bone. 
it creates that feel where you start to stimulate the regrowth for bone mass. Also, it stimulates bone by allowing the bone to get that pressure and then allowing the soft tissue around to release. So it's a win-win in both directions. And lastly, yoga. Yoga is fantastic. It gives you flexibility, proper muscle support. Muscles are not tugging your skeleton out of place. You will balance, period. And if you do have osteoporosis, stay away from workouts that involve intense twisting, sudden movements, risk of falling, strong forward spinal flexion, like the old-fashioned sit-ups, and exercises that have you round the head, neck, and shoulders up off the floor. You have to be careful. So you need to make sure that if you're working out and you have osteoporosis, work with somebody that understands osteoporosis. Create length first in the spine, and then possibly, depending on where your osteoporosis is, you might be able to flex up and over by rounding your head, neck, and shoulders up. But that's something that a trained professional will be able to tell you. In our true and false game, we learn that drinking milk all day is not your golden ticket to help healthy bones. So what is, you might be asking. Increasing calcium is important, but it is not everything. It has to go hand in hand with reducing sodium, moderating protein, that's going to create acidity in the body, increasing vitamin K, working out, oh wait, we talked about that, right? <laughs> and grabbing some vitamin D rich sunshine. We need calcium in our blood. We lose calcium through urine, sweat, and internal secretions. If you don't ingest enough calcium to maintain a healthy balance, your body will literally take what it needs from your bones. It's the reserve. And that's so scary to me. It really is. And that's in anything in our body. When we're not hydrating and we're not creating balance and we're not nurturing and nourishing, the body is smart. It lends from different parts. You don't want that. You want to fill the body and allow the body to build, not be some gas tank that keeps getting depleted because the car is running on fumes. Not good. So consider this. The more salt you eat, the more calcium you lose. The more protein you eat, the more calcium you lose. And if you don't get enough potassium, you will lose calcium. So eat healthily means eating nutritious foods that balance all of these variables. And I know that sounds a little harsh, too much protein. But what I mean by this is if you're going to have protein, you don't need to eat the whole chicken. You don't need to eat the whole cow. Have a small portion. Load your plate up with nice vegetables. Balance that acid, that acidic food that's coming into the body with some neutralizing foods that are going to create that balance to go towards neutral alkaline with acid will kind of go towards neutral, which is better for the body. Okay. And here's something to make your head spin. How many times have you heard that dairy products will give you strong bones? After all, they're high in calcium, but ready for this? Scientific studies show that dairy products promote calcium loss. How? 
dairy products acidify your body's pH. And so our bodies immediately work to correct that, the problem. Guess how they do that? By getting calcium, the acid neutralizer, right from your bones. It's irony at its best. And so your menu for best bone health continues and includes green leafy veggies, berries, oranges, apples, bananas, kiwi, beans, and lean meats for protein and some whole grains. Concentrate on good quality fats like organic grass-fed butter, organic coconut oil, unrefined sesame oil, and extra virgin olive oil and cook with stock. Consider a little apple cider vinegar to increase alkalinity. You should also include edible bones such as sardines with skin and bones and canned salmon and carob and molasses for sweetness. I mentioned some of this in my last podcast, but it's worth another mention. Remember too, to get rid of the table salt, caffeine, colas, and those whites, bread, rice, pasta, out. Okay, so I talked a lot about all this, green leafy vegetables, berries, oranges, apples, bananas, kiwis, all those things, uh, whole grains, beautiful, some lean protein. One last thing before I go on, make sure your food combining properly because if you're adding all that stuff in, you might be also food combining incorrectly. So you need to make sure that if you're going to have the fruit, have it separate from the meat. Don't back it up. Don't put the meat in and then the fruit behind. Remember, if you don't know about it, go back to my podcast. I talk about proper food combining in one of my podcasts a couple weeks back. I know it seems like a lot, but believe me, once you start doing this stuff, you're going to feel fantastic. So now let's talk a little bit about diatomaceous earth. Well, now let's see. If you really don't know about this little gem, it's time. It's made from fossilized shells and diatoms, which are simply microscopic organisms. Diatomaceous earth is rich in mineral silica, inexpensive and overflowing with health benefits. As a white powder, you can easily add it to your water or smoothies. So DE, this is what it could do for you. Studies support that it reduces cholesterol, destroys body fat, aids in heart health, removes toxins and bacteria, uh, also pathogens, on un, uh, unhappy, you know, these pathogens that are, you know, the ones that are really not great in our body, like yeast and overgrowth and stuff like that. It has anti-inflammatory properties. It boosts the immune system. It protects against Alzheimer's. I know that sounds a little radical, but let me just say, uh, it, it's a chelator, so it pulls out the heavy metals in the body. It can help with insomnia, headaches, and vertigo, believe it or not. It helps prevent early aging, and it can prevent osteoporosis, contribute to bone strength, and even restore bone health. So the way you add it in is, number one, you could add it into your smoothies, like I said, but you could drink it with water. Don't drink too much in the beginning, but make sure if you do drink it, drink, uh, have the glass of diatomaceous earth, like you just put like maybe a teaspoon to start and add up and start going up to a tablespoon 
and drink a lot of water when you drink it because you want to make sure that it's pulling out what you need. So it's kind of like, in a way, like clay, where you're putting it in your body and you want to get it out, but it's different from clay because it has a lot of different properties in it that's going to really help with the bone density and helping with calcium. Okay, so in my bookie Clean Live Free, I go into more detail about the merits of silica and bone health. But for now, however, I just want to mention that if you decide to add it to your diet, make sure you also, you're buying food grade. And if you're fighting a specific condition or illness, check with your doctor first. Also, I want to mention that if you go on the internet, you're going to see a lot of talk about diatomaceous earth, good, bad, and all that. Bottom line is, all the research that I have done, I can see that it's very good for the body. Wouldn't overdo it, but it's excellent, excellent for your body and to put in the right amount of calcium that you can absorb fast. So start slow, don't overdo it. Maybe make it small enough that you can add it in every day and you don't feel like you're going overboard, okay? So I hope this leaves you with wisdom that at any age, you can take care of your bone health. It often breaks down to cleaner, more natural eating and selective movement. Go for it. Be strong and prosper. That's a wrap for today. I hope this leaves you with new considerations. I'd love to hear from you all and know what you're thinking. Please comment below or send me an email. My hope is that something I said to you today resonates and has served you. My goal is to help as many women as I can love the body they are in and live the life they love. So thank you so much for being here with me. Come see me at ginasantangelo.com and grab my complimentary e-booklet, Turning Back the Clock, Seven Secrets to Looking and Feeling 10 Years Younger. Also, I have a great forum on Facebook called Glow. I will post the link below. Feel free to request to join the group. There you will become a part of the Glow community, learn great lifestyle choices, and help you love the body you are in and live the life you love. My heart focus. Until next time, be love.